Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Welcome back to the Transforming the Toddler Years podcast. Today's episode is pretty special. I've had this conversation lately with a lot of people, so I wanted to bring it to you. Today we're talking about grandparents or other caregivers and them not understanding your chosen method of parenting. The generational gap is bigger than it's ever been before. There always is a generational gap, regardless of how far back you look in history. That's why they're called generations. But everything that your parents experienced in the world of parenting, the expectations that were put on them, the world that was available to you, it's so different. This particular generational gap is like the great divide because the world has shrunk inside your lifetime. Technology has exploded at a rate that we have never experienced before. Inside your lifetime, you've lived through a global pandemic that and parented through. And that was something that has never happened in over a century. Inside your lifetime, the ability to move throughout this globe with relative ease has become available. Inside your lifetime, anything you need an answer to or a solution for or a product to solve is available with anything that has a dot com attached to the end of it digitally online. No wonder you are searching for new, innovative, more connected, more human strategies to parent your children inside this world. We talk about the good old days. I mean, we reflect on them with kind of rose-colored glasses, but the truth is they were good in a lot of ways because without all of the variables that I just listed for you, what did people have? They had human connection all the time. The, oh, we used to go out back and just play until the dinner bell rang. What was that? The best kind of interpersonal and social emotional skill building ever. Human connection. Without the technology, what did people do in the evenings together inside their homes? They read, they talk, they played games. Human connection. So that is the piece that you as a proactive, conscious, collaborative parent are now saying, I need to do this on purpose because the world actually doesn't have it embedded anymore 
into my child's early years. So hooray, let's cheer for you. That's amazing. But how do you navigate the fact that your parents, your in-laws, your aunts, your uncles, whatever that extended family system or chosen family system that you have, they just don't get it. First, you acknowledge exactly that. They literally don't get it. And based on their lived experience, how would they? This is something completely different. It's a new way of thinking. It's a mindset shift. It's a perspective shift. It, at its core, invites your child to be so aware of their own consciousness and to join you, to link up with you, an adult and a tiny person as a team collaboratively problem solving as you go. No wonder that is a foreign concept to your mother. (laughs) Your parents parented inside a belief system that power struggles were not only inevitable, but essential. That the adult held the power and it was the child's job to do what they were told. I strongly believe children are here, not just to be seen, but to be heard, to have a voice, for that voice to be truly listened to, so that they can learn that that's how people relate to each other, regardless of age. And the irony is people think that I'm saying we're giving up our power that we're creating permissive opportunities and we're enabling our kids. But the truth could not be more opposite. We're not giving up power. We're sharing it. We're not enabling, we're empowering them to be part of their own childhood and their developmental experience. And we're not permissive. Because we still have rules and guidelines and expectations, and we work within those. There's still a discipline. It's just a collaborative way of disciplining. And so no wonder that the people who are 25, 30, 40 years older than you are just flummoxed, (laughs) baffled. What do you mean you invite them? to have this conversation with you. What do you mean you allow them to cry in public? So how do we deal with this? Step one is realizing that is just their perspective and you need to honor that. And then you need to walk the talk. So here's an example of a conversation that I might have and actually did have many years ago when my mom was struggling to understand what I was doing when my girls were very young. Uh, So I said something like this, mom, I want to thank you for everything that you have ever done for me. You wanted the world for me and you did the best that you knew how 
when I was little to give it to me. Start with gratitude. It involves a little humility. And if you don't have a great relationship with your parent or the person that you're talking to, that's based, you know, that feels really okay. It takes a lot of humility. But if you are serious about having this conversation with somebody and hopeful that they might actually hear you, that's where you need to start. Thank you for everything that you did for me. You did what you could with what you had when I was little. I am so grateful. I am choosing to do things differently. The world has changed. Just tell them. Tell them what I said in the beginning of this episode. The world has changed. Give them some information. Remind them, uh, although they might not need a lot of reminding because they're acutely aware of how much the world has changed. Somebody said to my mom the other day, can I set pay you through Venmo? And she said, what is that? They're acutely aware. Thank you. The world has changed. I'm worried that my kids will be ready to succeed in our new world unless we parent differently. I do have strategies that I use that don't make a lot of sense to you, but I just need you to trust me. I need you to respect that I know what's best for myself and for my kids right now. And yeah, when I send them to you, I'll probably send you with some supports or some some directions, right? Some routines that we follow. Um, and I would be really, really grateful if if you would try your hardest to do those. But honestly, all that matters to me is that you know why I'm choosing different. And it has nothing to do with you. I love and respect you for what you did. I am choosing a different way. And I'd be really grateful if you'd join me there. That's the conversation. And you know what's really interesting? Because I had this conversation, oh, I want to say 16 years ago now. Now, if you ask my mom, especially now that this is what I do for a living, teach parents essentially how to engage in parenting in a whole new way. She says, I have no idea, no idea how she did this. No idea how this is naturally and innately her gift because she parented her kids so much better than I parented her. This is not a result I was expecting ever. And to some degree, I disagree based on what I just said. I parented in a different space and time. And so things had to change. My mom truly did the best she could with what she knew when I was little. I feel like we always do. And so comparing generational strategies and comparing generational outcomes, it's just so unfair. It's the apple to oranges thing. You just are setting yourself up for somebody to feel the failure, somebody to take the blame. And that's unnecessary. If we just accept that social evolution is such that the way things were done in 1920 
is the way things were done in 1920. And the way things are done in 2020 was the way things were done in 2020 because the social expectation was very different and that we're now moving into this post-pandemic parenting space and we get to design how things are done now based on the needs of our kids, ourselves, and our ever-changing world. I hope that this inspires you. I hope it takes the pressure off gives you your permission slip to know that you are allowed to design your child's childhood and gives you some tools to have a conversation with someone who is feeling like they just don't get it. If you need a little bit more support in this area, double down on your strategies. That's what I would say. Anchor deeply, deeply, deeply into your parenting personal why, your beautiful parenting mission statement, the things that are your North Star and have you really committed to collaborative parenting even on the hard days. I invite you to download my Grounding Mama meditation. It is for those really, really hard days. Use the link in the show notes to grab that and maybe even do the meditation before you have this conversation with the person in your life. As always, thank you for being you. So grateful you're out there raising world-ready kids. Stay mindful and proactive until the next episode as we transform the toddler years. Hey mama, you know that it takes a village to raise a child, but did you know you can choose your village? That's why I've created a virtual village for you with all kinds of like-minded mamas. They're conscious, they're collaborative, they're intentional. Their goal is to raise really good human beings who will grow up to add value to this world. Join us today in our free private community on Facebook. Use the link in the show notes and let's transform the toddler years together.